0: we are live welcome to she rise studios we have a very special lady here today and everything that she's accomplished is just absolutely amazing this is cindy whitman she's joining me from san antonio texas one of my favorite cities in america she is the founder and ceo of driving single parents inc um, which is a non-profit And she is a single parent of a total of six kids, one grandson, one granddaughter and one granddaughter on the way. She loves to travel, spend time with family, of course, and is a pilot in progress. I love the way you put that. Um, So she has a passion for giving back, helping single parents regain their independence. And that is why she started this. She's celebrating six years now. She tells me in existence of this non-for-profit, you know, What made you feel like you wanted to start a non-for-profit and what really pushed you in the direction of it needs to be for single parents?
1: Well, it's actually kind of a crazy story. I'm actually a a, a domestic violence survivor. And um, so I left my situation with, you know, my daughters, a bag of clothes, a basket of diapers, and we never went back. Um, During my course of being a single mom, I, of course, struggled with childcare and and a, a variety of different issues so once i got on the other side of that i got my education i got a stable career um, i just it just kept tugging at me that i wanted to do something to give back to help single parents because it is one of the hardest jobs you can possibly have and you don't get paid <laughs> so so um initially i really wanted to do childcare because that was a huge struggle for me and i know it is for a lot of other fellow single parents um, but i ran a poll and unfortunately nobody really wants to get behind that nonprofit because they feel like if you're in a situation where you can't provide child care yourself, that there's government assistance out there that's available to help you, which is true, but they have very, the funding is very limited and they have long wait lists and you have to have a job before you can get qualified for the child care programs, but you can't get a job because you don't have childcare. So anyways, it's kind of a conundrum, but because nobody could get excited about that, I went back on my journey of seeking, you know, what else I needed whenever I was a single parent and what I needed to become um, successful. So um, I was at dinner with my then fiance and uh, we were just chatting and all of a sudden it just like hit me like, that's it. So I just like kind of stood up in the middle of dinner and said, I'm going to give away cars. <laughs> well, well, my husband is a lawyer. So he looked at me and said, like, sit down, you're not giving away anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so the next morning I woke up super early before everybody else and I built the website and that's how driving single parents was born.
0: Wow. I love that. And see, until you really brought up the whole point about cars to me, I see driving single parents and I thought, oh, you're driving them to be better people. You're driving them to success. It wasn't clicking the actual like drive, like you're really driving them. Like it's really Cars, it's transportation, it's filling that void that is one of the most important parts in order for you to be able to function within being a parent and within getting employment, moving on, being functional in society. So, yeah, what a huge burden to lift. Yes, exactly. Like when I was a
1: single mom, um, I luckily I had a car. And so that was how I was able to get myself to two jobs and put myself through college um, and so that's why my mission became like, I'm going to give away cars to single parents. And so now that's our our sole mission is to, we give these vehicles away to these single parents at no cost to them. They don't pay tax, title, and license. Um, the only thing that they're required to do is obtain and maintain car insurance. Right. Makes,
0: oh well, yeah, they would need to do that. That makes perfect sense. Yes. So you are an author in one of our recent releases, Shattering the Stigma of Single Motherhood and we are so lucky to have you to give such an example of, you know, I'm just going to break every barrier. Like I'm not going to let myself be put down. I'm not going to stay in this abusive relationship. I'm not going to give an excuse why I can't go to college. I'm not going to give an excuse why I can't start my own business. Why I can't start my own non-for-profit. I mean, just beating every type of obstacle that could have been put and place it in front of you. What was your biggest, um, you know, driving point to want to be part of this project and and writing in the book. Like, what has been your experience and your your driving power? Well,
1: uh, when I first found out about the book, I was a little hesitant because I hadn't done any writing yet. I hadn't become an author before, so I was a little hesitant. But the mission of it, which is shattering the stigma of single motherhood, was it you know, just kind of spoke to me. And being a part of this nonprofit for so long, and being a former single parent myself, I really thought, you know what, that is something that we all deal with as single parents. Um, is that stigma where people just think that we chose this, or um, they kind of judge us for the situation that we're in, not realizing that you know, a lot of single parents, including myself, you know, experience either domestic violence or they have, um, like, uh, sorry, pause. They have experienced domestic violence. They've had cancer. They've their spouse has passed away in a car accident. Uh, they've been lost in, in war, um, the military. We get so many different stories, so it's it's not really necessarily always a choice to be a single parent, and we're kind of forced
0: into it at some you know at some point in our lives. Yes, and it, and it's a challenge to to play both roles um and like you said to have that stigma on you at times um so thank you so much for being part of the project and being such an example um to other women that are you know faced with that stigma or faced with it in front of them what do i do now you know am i going to be good enough can i be enough um and you just kind of give me a real life example of all those things you know um how does this non-perfect profit contribute, you know, to your life and your missions and your personal goals. Is and you were telling me earlier um that you actually are taking on um possibly coaching others that want to start non for profits because it is a process. I've looked at it myself and it is a process. So kudos to you for getting it done. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's
1: it was really difficult like I had mentioned earlier as I uh, spent a lot of time researching it, and I didn't realize how difficult it was to start a nonprofit. And there's not a lot of resources out there, so I just decided that hey, that would be a great resource to help others with, um, to kind of coach them through the process of starting their nonprofit, kind of make it a little easier for them.
0: Yeah. So, what does that look like? I mean, what is your um, is there a way for someone to get in touch with you if they wanted to look at you know starting a non for profit? What would be the best way for them to reach out to you?
1: Um, well, they can uh, either email me. You can email me at info at cfviews.com or you can visit my website at cfviews.com. And that's all a work in progress because it's a rather new course I'm offering. And then um, they can also visit my website, drivingsingleparents.org. If they're interested more in hearing about the nonprofit and and how we manage that,
0: yeah. And for people out there that are single parents and they're like amazed by what you're even saying that you could help them with transportation or cars, how does that work? Is this something that's you know um, indigenous to your area there in San Antonio? Is it something that is um, regional, state, global, local? How does that work?
1: so right now we're local we give away cars here in bear county we are looking to expand Um, we're just trying to reach out to other states and stuff to see what funding we can get to try to expand to different jurisdictions but for now it's just bear county but if somebody who doesn't live in bear county wants to reach out they're more than welcome to and we can put them um, in touch with someone in their neighborhood or area that potentially has a service that's
0: similar or other resources available in their area well, I think what you're doing is amazing. It's extremely inspirational. And I'm you know, just ever grateful that people like you are willing to push past and say, let's answer our need. Let's help people. And like you said, it is so unfortunate that they make such red tape. You know, like <laughs> you figure I'm going to be doing a non-profit that's going to help people. Why is it this difficult to have this program? Um, I guess it's unfortunately because other people have made bad decisions with non-for-profit and it does protect everybody, but it does create quite a process to get through.
1: You have to really be sold on your mission and what your intent is to start a nonprofit because it isn't, that is not easy to do, but it's very, very, very rewarding. And you're right. People do take advantage of the system, which is why it's so um, particular about how things are done and, and why it's monitored in that way.
0: Well, I mean, It is very rewarding, and I am, uh, you know, just excited to talk to you about it. Um, It does get my mind thinking of, you know, how can I give back? Um, and that is one of our topics actually this month. Uh, we have a book coming out with She called Becoming an Unstoppable Woman Influencer. And it's all about getting to that level of giving back, you know. So like you were saying, as you were going through life and you're like, I'm gonna still go to college, I'm gonna I'm gonna do all these things and then you wanted to give back. So it's kinda like when we get to that level of success or in our lives where we recognize, okay, I've accomplished these things, but how can I give back to others, right? How can I impact other people's lives in a positive way, Um, which is kind of somewhat of our theme, definitely this January and moving into this year. What type of goals or themes do you have for 2023, aside from finishing your pilot's license and (laughs) starting the coaching?
1: (laughs) Well, um, I'm also, let's see, what else do I have going on? I'm starting the, the business. I'm working on that with my life coaching. And I plan to like give away four cars this year. We're working on that with Driving Single Parents. I'm really wanting to grow that. I'm trying to get into grant writing. I've done some grant writing for the nonprofit, but I really wanna scale and like grow it to a bigger um, audience. And so, with grants, that would be the funding that would make the funding available for us to be able to do that.
0: Okay, awesome. So, give away at least four cars this year, which is amazing. Get into and doing more grant writing. I'm also um, co-authoring another book with you guys, which is I'm super excited
1: about that, and it's overcoming self-sabotage, and that's something okay. I could probably talk about for, you know, two weeks straight without pausing. <laughs> it's something that we
0: all go through and it is a journey and a struggle to overcome that every single day. It is. And I know we just, we we talked about that book um, before and I'm grateful that you want to be part of it again, just be a great example for other women. And I honestly have interviewed several other amazing women um, in the past two weeks about that book. So I'm excited for that book because what's really cool is I'm finding women that are and so many different dynamics and in so many different genres and backgrounds. Like I was talking to someone this morning who runs a financial fitness club and coaching and she's in the financial world. And she's like, no, I totally need to do this because it aligns with my um, financial detox ebook I just released. And I'm like, yeah, it totally would because we sabotage ourselves, not just one area, you know? It could be relationships, it could be wealth, it could be health, it could be business, right? So I love that. So many different um, women in this book are going to be able to give a different perspective of that possible sabotage that we're doing. And sometimes we don't even realize it when we don't know how to get out of our own way. So I definitely am excited to hear your story and your take on that in this upcoming book as well. So... Well, ladies, if you're out there listening and you want to connect with Cindy, um, you want to know more about opening your own non-for-profit, you want to know more about overcoming maybe some self-sabotage you're doing, um, or how to just be a successful single parent, her contact information is going to be there. Check out her book, Shattering the Stigma of single motherhood. Watch out for her book coming out later this year, where she's authoring another chapter with us and overcoming self-sabotage and connect with her on a more personal level with some of the links you're gonna find in this podcast posting. So Sunny, anything else you would like to add to our listeners? No, I just wanna say thank you for
1: listening and thank you for interviewing me. I really appreciate it. And I'd love to see all of the wonderful things that She Rises is doing to empower other women and help. That's a goal and a, a mission in itself. And I all should be very proud of yourself for all that you're accomplishing as well. well.
0: Thank you so much, Sunny. And thank you so much for being part of our journey and helping to inspire others. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and day. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining another episode of She Rises Studios podcast. Please follow us online at She Rises Studios. You can also visit our website at www.sherisesstudios.com.